Are we live? Are we rolling? We are live. We are live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Hello and welcome, everyone. Good evening, Mike. Hello. This is the Tangent Podcast. Tangents with Colleen and Mike. What's up, Mike? How are you? How are you doing, Colleen? <sighs> Almost good. How was that? Was that professional? Fresh out of the <laughs> oven. Testing. One, two, three. <laughs> no, we're actually recording. We are actually recording. What is up? We are unprepared. Welcome to our special guest. No one. We're basically coming in with one feet having a sock and the other one having a slipper. <laughs> Re- what? Regarding audio levels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had some technical uh, difficulties. Or some technical laziness. Or technical <sighs> surprise, Speak if you will. Speak for yourself, fam. Speak for yourself. It's not the first time you're doing this to me. So what's up, Colleen? How you doing? I'm good, Mike. I don't want to... Instead of saying we're both tired, let's just switch it up tonight. Say we're our both... sighing beforehand. Both our legs are busted. Yes, that is correct. In a non-dangerous kind of way, though. In a non-harmful way. Indeed. We've (laughs) We've both been to the gym. Yeah. You've been cycling. I've been doing legs. So what did you do? What was your set? What was your workout? Let me remember. <laughs> Start with four sets of squats. Four sets of four squats. Okay. I mean, that's more accurate. Uh, three sets of 10 Romanian deadlifts. Ooh. Single leg press, which I don't have a single leg press. I have a normal press. I'm just using one leg on it. Yeah, and half the weights, I guess. No, the same. I mean, you put the amount you need. But there's two sides to the thing where you can load it with weights. So yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Okay, but yeah. like if you had two legs, you'd put twice the weight probably. And there's one thing I'm not really certain about here. Because hmm. I remember from days of old when I just started <laughs> in the Church of Iron. The Church of Iron? The Church of Iron. <laughs> the fuck? Who calls it that? Uh, Arnold. Really? I think so. Church of Iron. All right. I get it. Um, I see it. What was I going to say? I've been told that the squat, the leg press thingy itself weighs uh-huh. fifty kilos. Oh, like oh, just by itself, just like, by empty, no like weight. like uh, oh, the chest uh, barbell weights twenty. Mm-hmm. So you always take that into account. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the press I have here looks very small, not that heavy. Oh, I'm not sure if it feels the right amount of weight because I'm generally don't do leg presses. Yeah, I wonder, do they mark that somewhere? I've tried looking at the label yeah, exactly. only. Uh, first thing, first of all, the label's in German, but I've seen oh. no numbers on it. <laughs> yeah, because the the big fucking metal slab that you're pushing with no weights should have some kind of weight. It can't just be zero. Precisely. What's that weight? People out there who do gym better than us, with shout out newer the... machines than I've done. I don't know, ten years ago, yeah, fifteen like, years ago. Give us a shout out, or whatever. <laughs> right then, it was leg extensions and leg curls. The, the best. The worst. Extensions. I love them. They're my favorite. They kill me. They're they're good because of it, but they kill me. I love them because my knees hurt if I don't go to the gym. And every time I do leg extensions, it just fixes them. Because that those are the exact muscles you need for the knee, right? It's the... It's part of them. Well, it's the quadriceps or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, and also the thing that connects it to the, the small one, the tibia. Yeah, I know what it's called. It's the muscle that's responsible for pointing your foot up. Mm, yep. I never I, know I what it's that. called. I I don't know. 
too lazy to look it up. But I don't know. Like usually, what I do for for knee pain is more stability focused. Because yeah. those are the actual muscles that usually are weak weak enough so that your knees start hurting. Yeah. But ironically, today I kind of had to pay really extra attention on my position on the thing on the leg extension because my knees were hurting. Uh, like yeah. not bad. It was just yeah. like a mild discomfort. I just figured out that if I turn my leg a bit like this, it's fine. I discovered that exact thing, but at the leg curl machine. Like there's always a pop in my knee. When, okay. I, when I go back down. Like do seated uh, curls. Hmm? Do seated curls. Allegedly, they're better. How do you do seated? Like the machine that does oh, you extensions? Put your legs it's just in a reverse. Straight up and then you kind of exactly. go down. Uh, I guess. Allegedly, it's better. Hmm. Then it was uh, calves. Calves. Uh, calves, thank you. <laughs> I was talking about small horses. <laughs> and it was some ab work, I think. Okay. Yeah. I did a spin class. You did a spin class. Spin classes are spin so class. much fun. They're hardcore. They're man. hard as fuck. They're, yeah. Spin classes, I don't think they get the respect they, do, they deserve. They're extra hard for you because, excuse my odd, but because you always go full fucking madman on them. Yeah, I, I get retarded. Yeah, you, you always hit the resistance really high. And that's it. I you just, just you just stay there. I usually like I don't, I'm not sure how normal people do it. I'll answer tell me, you. Answer me this and you case. fucking do whatever. This I know. I know, I know how I do it. I know how I do it. But I don't know which weight on. I mean, you don't have specific weights, but it's just a thing that you spin. Yeah. So how many times do you spin it when you begin? Because I figure like it should be somewhere around two. Six. Six. That's fair. That's our previous instructor. Well, our instructor. That's how she, no. Yes. We used to do like some sort of a small warm up, and then we would put to six as a default yeah. for the beginning of the workout. But yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, when you start, you just touch the pedal, uh -huh. like when you spin just to warm up. How just empty, empty, exactly. That's what I do. So I usually start with four, just from the get go. Oh, okay. I see what you mean now. So I have it like if you want to have a handicap. The self-imposed one is just harder because uh, I, I do okay. the same progressions, but it's just I start. So at, you start at a, off. You start uh, off from a different level. See, I start off from six. Right. That's what I said. Six. Yeah. When I start she off says from six, six, but when she says, "Okay, put up," I just stay. I start from six. Right. So I'm still like, I'm doing the pre-warm up in six, but um, that doesn't count. I get. So I just stay there. After. Yeah. I see. No, what I do it, I put it on. You use it as a baseline. Yeah, I use it as a three or four, and when she says put it into six, I just go six more from whatever I have. The problem with that is I don't get really so much more levels above normal everybody yeah. else. I mean, I, it's probably at most six out of I don't know. I think it's on a scale to twenty twenty, because if I remember correctly, once you get to the eighteenth point or something. It's so hard to move them. You have to push down and pull up at the same time. Yeah. So I, I cannot do that. That's just it's too much. There's no point. But I think the reason why it's overkill for you is because by starting off from a higher level as a baseline, the warm-up that you do tires, it starts tiring you out already. I mean, yeah, sure. Welcome to the first episode where we talk about gym. <laughs> Which we promised way back in the early days of tangents. Uh, no, but also I can feel the weight on it. And I can see the instructor yeah. going way smoother yeah. than I do. 
You're a madman. And also, You're I'm retarded. You're a fucking madman, man. I don't drink any water. You don't. That's so weird. I'm stupid. I know That's it's bad. So it's weird. bad. I'm stupid like that. Fucking dehydrated, and you get those like pains in your abdomen. Like, I don't. Oh, you did. You did that one time, and you were like, I probably. Well, yeah, it. but it's not because of uh, dehydration. It's for bad breathing. Exactly. It's a jung. Mm. I know what's it called in English, but I like the the word. Sure, at least one of our friends friends is gonna write to us with the correction. Hopefully, in like a week or two. We like engagement. (laughs) Yeah, remember that. uh, What was I saying? I'm not drinking water, and I go like like stupid hard when there are points where you're supposed to go hard, but I just go stupider. Yep. I just force myself. I have this breathing pattern 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 that I learned while running. Which is? In the beginning, I always do uh, one breath in, one breath out, out of the nose, like. Yeah. And that's it. When it gets a bit harder, I go twice, like. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do when you're like, yeah. Exactly. If it goes, it, it becomes harder than that, I go on my mouth out. Yeah, yeah, And when it's just bad, I'm just fanning, like. Oh, it's a fucking ladder. It's a ladder, it's a progression, and I, I usually, this is the way I level how hard i'm pushing it okay oh, i remember yeah because you used to do the and that's what i do also on the on the bike yep and i remember i kept having the david goggins words in my head <laughs> that was the motivation and you remember this david got i did the name rings a bell who the fuck is david goggins uh he's the perfect definition of a beast oh. the guy he runs oh, is it the guy that you sent me a podcast of or some shit uh, Probably at some point. Okay. The guy runs ultra marathons. Oh, he beat the he was world on record for the most many the most pull ups in a day. I think. He yeah, had, yeah. Like, he was on Rogan. Moves. I remember. This exactly. Guy. Okay, I remember. And there's this one specific. He was, he's the one who went to like all the ultra marathons. Exactly. I okay, exactly. Yeah. Um, and he has this one video. There's a guy who's joining him for a day with training and archery or whatever, and they do all the crazy shit every celebrity does. And there was a video of this guy. He was doing bench presses. There wasn't a lot of weight on them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, maybe one disc on each side and not the big one, the 20 kilos one. Okay. Maybe a 10, maybe smaller. I'm not sure. But he was doing countless reps. Like, he was going and he was going. And the way he looked at it, and you can tell he was fighting. He, was just, he just went like, they don't know me, son. Oh. They don't know me, son. <laughs> yeah, I remember. And that just that was a that for, just for you and uplifts me. you so much, man. They don't know it's me, like, son. It's like, <laughs> wait, how can I say this so you don't have to edit it? Like bleep in Paris, <laughs> the song. Exactly. <laughs> but what does he mean? I love it. That's so considerate of you. Nobody knows what he means, but it's provocative. Mm. It gets people going. That's exactly what it is. It's exactly what you need. Because you tried using it on me. When we do normal gym stuff, and it doesn't really work. You're like, no, stop doing that. Yeah, it doesn't work when I'm you're not pushing. not at my max. It's not about not being on your max. The thing is, when you have like a, a set of 10 reps, the way it's different, the way it's hard, it's different. Okay. Well, it's when, what is when you just go for like cardio, like constant move? Because when you're pushing, you have to push past, I don't know how to say it, so it does sound different. You just have to push the weight that's becoming increasingly harder. And your muscles just fail at some point. Yeah. That's what you go when yeah, you go to yeah, failure, right? Yeah. But when you use spinning or whatever, running or whatever, cardio, you can always, it's a thing if you breathe like this, exactly like this, and you put another yep. fifth in your content, you yeah. can push through it easier. Yeah. And I feel like it's working way better in that scenario. 
I discovered my breathing pattern when you discovered your ladder. I just found out my one thing. Like I just breathe whatever until I start getting tired. Like not until I start getting tired. Like after the warm up or whatever, right? I'll just breathe normally, and then after that, uh, it's three ins, two outs for me. Three ins, two outs. I don't know why. It's just like, like if I'm like, yeah, if I'm like, feels like more air. Yes, but, but the it. thing is, I'm rhythming it all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's on the rhythm of the spin, right? On the rhythm of the song. Oh, the yeah, so right. I'm like, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, it's like one, that two, three, sense. one, two. Like once you're really like pushing yeah, it yeah. out, getting it that really quickly. That really makes sense. So the third one is just like I'm breathing for longer and then breathing in and then breathing out like super short, like super fast. Like, but on the rhythm. Of, of whatever song that's it's always way. on the rhythm of the song and that's how i stop and i try to do it for my belly and that's just how i stop my zhong uh, yeah that's how it works so for people out there who don't know zhong is this pain you have whenever like you're playing sports pain. in in the side like almost beneath your ribs either on the left side or on the right side yeah it's somehow i don't remember the explanation it's caused by uh unrhythmic breathing or like something like that or just fanning like <laughs> <laughs> just bad breathing in general and the actual way i've been told that you can get rid of it sooner is like just push against it okay like you just put your fist or whatever your hand then you rub oh. your hand and you just push on it the thing i know that works is just breathing for your belly like using your abdomen. oh yeah we obviously have to do you breathe. have to do that because otherwise we'll just come back yeah exactly but just to get rid of it faster in that moment Where else am I thinking? Man, running is so bad. <laughs> I love running, but it's so hard. Yeah, same. I hate it because I love it, but I hate it. It's like really, uh, I don't. It's really I, hard to run correctly. That also. That's why just, I hate it because like I love running, but like every time I run, I feel worse afterwards. Like I'll feel good that I ran, but then my fucking like knees hurt or like my uh, my my joints and my whatever i because you don't because none of because we're all fucking dumb we don't know how to properly run like athletes do or whatever yeah i feel i feel like every time i run i somehow get conscious because eventually something will hurt if you just kind of run passively just like just stop, hoping stop, it will stop, go well stop, right yeah and i've talked with a friend with chillo who was on the podcast mm -hmm. and he also said, chillo was he on a podcast <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. You wanna, you wanna the meet episode him? where I talked about how I peed inside a girl. Anyway. In case you needed that memory again. <laughs> yeah, like he told me uh, the exact same problem that you described with, every, with somebody who doesn't run correctly. Yeah. And running also being the most common sport out there is the sport that almost everybody injured themselves the most. Uh -huh. And also it's usually the way people find out they have some problem mechanically in the body. Yeah, again, because stomp, 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 stomp. Yeah, but this everything is, jewels so, inside of you and you fuck yourself up. First of all, yes. it's very important, I've been told, to have proper running shoes. Yes. They they are worth investing in if you're running. Yeah, because the, the, the hard concrete that we run on is fucking up your... What the fuck is it called? Meniscus? Glesna. Ankle. Ankle. God, yes, that's the one. Ankle. Well... It fucks up your... You fuck up your ankles if you stomp, stomp on, like, hard stuff. So you need I good also, running shoes that are... Yeah. Last, it can absorb the shock. I also have a superstition about it. I call it a superstition. It's not a superstition. But I've been told when I think it was, I still was, was doing martial arts. And our sensei over there, he told us that it's bad to run on concrete. 
Yeah. Just because it's such a hard surface. Fuck and, up your ankle. And yeah. forever I from whenever I heard that, I always run under or smooth surfaces or grass. Yep. If I see concrete, then I want to run like, okay, maybe, but like, nah, not really. Yeah. I really like the thing that they put on the on the floors at uh, children's parks. Oh, that, that red thingy. Yeah, the red thingy, the like... I don't know what you Zgura. call it. Zgura. Is it Zgura? I think. It feels like Mushamma. No, not really. <laughs> Zgura is what they do, what they have on the field. It's just, it's like a, it's like a gum. It, it looks like gum. It, it's, it's like. It's rubbery, but. Rubber, it, that's it the word. It looks it's like rubbery. you have small rocks. They're made of some sort, sort of foam and they're just thick together. But it looks like so, tiny rocks. Yeah, it, but it's cool because it's rubbery. So it like absorbs the shock. It's really, exactly. it's really nice to run on. It's, it feels soft. And then there's two schools of thought when when coming to running. <laughs> okay. There's some people who say that you have to land heel first. Um. And there's, then there's the other ones who say that you're supposed to land on the middle of your foot. Okay. The reason is uh, the argument for uh, going heel first is the fact that the running shoes have the most foam and elastic thingy uh -huh. on the heel precisely to absorb that shock. Okay. And you can just transition your foot better like you uh, lands on the heel and just swipes yeah, nicely yeah, exactly. to the toe the contra argument for this is we as humans we didn't have running shoes in the beginning <laughs> so our heels would have just popped if we ran on concrete all the time yeah because we used to to run on dirt and grass yeah exactly uh, so that's why it's probably better to just land straight on the middle of your foot and then if you, mm. I think that if you're doing that properly, your ankle is aligned, so it doesn't go sideways on a weird position; it just flat it goes flat on the floor. Okay. So it's somewhat safer because hmm. the heel can uh, slip, right? Because it's smaller and it's rounder. Yeah. I just imagine like fucking up your ankle. I have. I have land sideways. This happened to me once, but I was a kid, Oof. and nothing bad happened. But I was running to the neighborhood store. And I was as a at a crossroads in the middle of the street, because it was it was empty. It was some something during a Sunday or something, and I was just running. And out of the out of nowhere, my right foot just landed on its side, oh. like not even on the bottom of Whew. my feet, just on the. That's the worst. That's on what the I side on the yep. sakuto. It's oh. called sakuto. Oh, fucking! It fucking hurts so bad. And I just fell. It hurted a bit. Oh. I got up. Nothing happened, but. It's hard it's just, to walk it just went like that. Like, out of the, like, you would figure, you would think yep. you can run. <laughs> it's not that hard. Four million years of evolution and this is what we came up with. <laughs> can, he can't even walk <laughs> properly. Um, yeah, I just know I saw a lot of videos on how to run properly and it's, it's complicated. Like, I don't fucking remember exactly because it's so complicated. It's like you, not only is it important to push yourself with your foot forward, with like whatever your one of your feet it's also important to pull your other foot forward to propel you forward uh, and then the landing and then like your apparently your arms uh there's something with your arms you have to like move them right as you yeah move then them they go opposite so but they go like, yeah yeah arm. yeah but uh there's something about like they they should never like go you should never go to in the you should go more in the back Again, for propelling reasons. Like you're propelling okay, from yeah. the back 
as if you're like punching someone, right? You're, right. you're punching it from your, with your whole back, not with your fist or hand. Same thing. Like you need to go back really hard and then go forward. It's just, oh, and then exactly what you said with the fucking heel landing and shit. It's so complicated. You'd think we fucking know how to run. We I'll don't. I'll make it We're even stupid. more complicated for you. Oh, no. There's another thing that says that basically when you're running, in order to go faster and go be as most optimized as possible in, in regards to energy consumption, yeah, you shouldn't push yourself forward. What? You should always land forward. And just keep landing. Oh, yeah. I remember you told me about that. And it makes sense. You have to walk a bit weirder. It's a <laughs> lot of... Uh, the heels goes up to your bottom a lot. So it's a lot of that movement. You know, we would do in PE classes in the... Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. Right. So it's more like that. Butt but, kicks. And you have to train it. But I think it works. I think I saw a video that showed that it works. I don't know, man. So many contradicting opinions. It's running. We've been doing for millennia. But fun fact, Shoot. you know, you know that like cheetahs or whatever are like the fastest runners. Yeah, but like they can only run that fast. They can only sustain that for like I think fourteen seconds. Right. Uh, because they heat up. Because they heat up. Yeah, because they heat up. It's not because of exhaustion. They just heat up. Well, exhaustion leads to heating, right? Do you remember that Kurzgesagt video, like mouse and elephant? It's about like the body. The, right, right, right. But it's just uh, mechanical effort. Exactly. Mechanical effort. Exhaustion should the, lead to actic, uh, lactic acid. acid. Anyway, it's running. You're heating up when you're running. Exactly. Right? Your yeah. blood heats up. And because it's a smaller body, it heats up really fast. And it's the speed at which it's going. Right. So it's like 14 seconds. And the thing is, apparently, that humans are superior to that because we can we can run for for the longest. Well, there's a whole like we don't run as fast as a cheetah, but if we like zigzag or whatever and keep running, we would like we as run, a, as a reset. Yeah, we run the a, farthest. Yeah, yeah. So we could outrun the cheetah, so we can out outsmart it and then just outrun it because it'll tire after 14 seconds. It'll just kind of stop it and we'll be able to. It needs to like a nap or some shit. Yeah, well, just because of that, there's the whole theory of that was our hunting strategy. Zigzag. We would, we would no, we would just outrun. Oh yeah, animals. yeah. Zigzag does help with a cheetah because that's well, zigzag how... helps with anything that's fast, even a fucking bear. Bears are well, fast. not really. What's called the the antelopes or whatever the cheetah uh, hunts. Yeah, the gazelles. The, the gazelles, yeah, exactly. That's the one where I think I just had a brain fart. Exactly. Thank you very much. <laughs> Words. Um, they also run in a zigzag just because it's oh, easier yeah. to dodge the yeah. cheetah, and also the cheetah, in order to keep balance, because they can because they can follow. For those fourteen seconds, they use the tail as a counterweight. As yeah, as like a, the thing in the sailing, like exactly at the back. Sailing, wait, sailing. Like with the thing at the back that you're holding to like ah uh, yeah with the direct the steering. yourself the steering thing yeah. Same thing. They use your tail right to sort of zigzag or whatever go exactly. in directions. Yeah, but it's more of a balance thing. It just yeah just yeah. coordination. Another fun fact. <laughs> I'm full of facts today. Apparently, tigers are a lot more vicious than lions. Even though lions are like the king of the jungle, tigers like a tiger would always win in a battle between a tiger and a lion. They're a lot more vicious, apparently. <laughs> I'm just regurgitating like shit I see on fucking Instagram. 
<laughs> the, those new like, did you know posts? <laughs> yes. Well, mine aren't English because I'm not a pleb, but oops, I said it. <laughs> no, but um, heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen, on my- the podcast. I used to read so much Shtiatska when I was a young child. So many did you know facts. Yeah. So many. They they were the best. I mean, we're in Romania, right? Eastern Europe, where it's prideful to have cultura generala, which is just general knowledge about shit. It's a national sport to outsmart each other. It's like, ah, oh, did you know that tigers are a lot more than that? Yeah, well, I read it in, in what the fuck was it called? Atlasul... Something. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Aborele Lumi. Aborele Lumi. <laughs> That's the one. Yes. Basically, the tree of the life one. in translation. The blue one. Oh my god. But it was this encyclopedia-like thing yeah. that you bought with the newspaper. But it was no. It was a magazine. Right. Like fifteen, thirty pages, uh, and it was like numbered. It was like a series. Exactly. But you get like a big map thing, right? Like a big dossier or whatever to the put thing that holds in. files. Yeah, yeah. A file cabinet. <laughs> Not a cabinet. Whatever. The, the, the huge cabinet. File holder thingy. shit. Um, uh, you'd buy like every fucking issue and you'd clip it inside. But it was like each issue was in categories, right? Remember like science. Yeah, you have like those shit. separators. And you could you could like rip. The, the magazine was made in such a way that you could like sort of not rip because you wouldn't rip it. You would just like unglue. Yeah, they were glued at the very bottom. But they yeah, were so you easy could unglue to them to, to put them in the category. So you didn't just have like number one, number two. It would be like a proper encyclopedia. Because you have a... God. A ca- category about animals, some about plants, some yeah. about seas and some universe like humans, or whatever. History, geography, exactly. yeah, shit like that. Like all the all the categories. God, I mean, everyone fucking loved that. I remember like everyone was into that back in the day. I think every parent was into that and it was the only thing I you was had. Into that. I was fucking I was bu- also into that. I'm a nerd. Shit. I was in there back since. Yeah. Back since. Back since. Since then. Back then. Back, back since. Then. Back since. <laughs> Tell me it doesn't sound good. Back since. But, you know what? We... I, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen, on the Tangents with Clean and Mike podcast. We invent words. Shakespeare done it. Wherefore art thou, Colleen? <laughs> with the most American accent. Thou shalt even hoist. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I, I had the biggest, like, mind-blown thing when I remember the thou does even hoist. Does that even... Yeah, yeah. I think I sent it to you recently. You were like, ah, I remember this. Or yeah, I don't know shit. where I saw it first. <laughs> but then the gy- the machines in our gym, they're all hoist. Yes. That's the company. Yes. I, just, I made the assertion. Yes. Like, oh, shit. Got the hoist. And it's like, <laughs> I get it. It's a joke. Ah, uh, yes. What the fuck were we talking about? Words. Words. Creating words. But no, it was Arbore. Let me. It's just a realize so I have I, a Snickers in my fridge. But it's all the way in my fucking fridge. It's too far. You have it to is. wait for I have it. To wait. Oh, it's gonna, it's gonna be a prize. Devote. Delayed gratification. Ooh, be oh. strong for the people. That's so 1990. <laughs> I need instant gratification right now. Social media, like. Yeah, but it's it's better for you. It's better. <laughs> I know. Trust me. You were gonna say? Because I think all the parents used to get into Arbore Lumi. Yeah. Because they got into everything. Because there was that one, there was a different one, which had a white cover. And then there mm-hmm. was, this, I think it's the same newspaper all along that also sold the whole collection of Jules Verne. Oh, yeah, Jules yeah, Verne. yeah. Jules Verne. Jules Verne, his French, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Which I used Jules to. Jules Verne. Jules Verne. <laughs> which I used to love, but I had, I had such a, one thing that when I noticed the pattern, I hated about those books. 
Uh, it's yeah, always yeah. the first, I, almost 100 pages when it starts with so many details, like geographic uh, coordinates, oh. uh, uh, which part of time it was, and all the things around it. And there's so many details in the beginning, almost no plot. Like, mm -hmm. scatter it around. <laughs> Make right it better. fun. Right, but oh, it makes sense because after you you jewel. you start with the whole plot thing, it works, and you, it's useful that you know all these things. But like, just too much. It's like you're reading a manual in the beginning. I had a really huge disappointment as a child with Jules Verne. Uh, he he didn't disappoint me. It's more like the world disappointed me, I guess, or I did. I don't know why. Because like by the time I found out there's a Jules Verne, and by the time I found out that like. Like, I think I had to read one of his books, like, Five Weeks in a Balloon or some shit. I yeah. Think that's the only yeah. one I read. I never read that one. I, I knew, I knew like, the Jackie Chan movies with, like, 80 right. days around the earth or some shit. No. Wait. Wait. Yeah. We need to make Justin where justice is due. You first and foremost knew that one cartoon on Minimax that was about going around the world in 80 days. And there was also 20,000 miles under the sea. I it was the second season. I never watched those. I remember them, but I never watched them. Okay, because I knew it from there. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't watch a lot of Minimax as a child. You sad bastard. I grew up with German anime and shit. Dude. Exactly. No, wait, yeah. German anime. Yeah. Well, anime better. dubbed in German. Anyway, I mean, still sounds better than. <laughs> oh yeah, Minimax. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there were a lot of cute stuff there. There that were I still, a few I that like. were good as well. Okay. Also, and it's the only channel that I've ever watched animes on because. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. In the evening, they had it. Minimax turned into Animax, and it was like yeah. anime. And they redeemed themselves. Okay, go on. I forgot. Jules Verne, when you started oh, yeah, reading it. Oh, yeah, disillusionment, disappointment. It's like, I read it, and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. And then I saw the Jackie Chan movie, and I'm like, oh, it's the same guy. Like, I know, because I have the internet. Uh, but then by the time I realized that, like, I don't know, a lot of fucking science people, and then, like, people like Elon Musk and shit were, you know, were like, oh, Jules Verne, after I read that as a child, it got me, you know, or even older, like, Richard Feynman or some shit, or... You know, people before pre They were very technical. Yeah. It's, and a lot it's, of data. It's like, that's the thing that made me invent my formula or like whatever, made me explore some shit. It's like, oh, because I was inspired. And now it, so it's, it's, it seemed at the time that Jules Verne um, inspired a lot of people. Well, just think about it. I mean, for you, it's easy. And but that's exactly what I was going to say. That's what I was going to get at. The disillusionment. The fact that like by the time I knew that, I already played video games who are like 3D and give you a first-hand experience. Exactly. And I was like, I don't know. It didn't. I, and I tried reading them and I was like, they're fucking, they're boring. They're like, whatever. It's just a book. It yeah, but can you can you picture back in the day you know, when our parents and... Well, no, totally. totally. History. Ever yes. since our parents' generation. Totally. They read and you're like, they, whoa, you nobody really traveled. Do that or like, whoa, outer space or <gasps> exactly. And nobody really I traveled. That, and some of the books are actual journals of people that have been to these places, like that's Africa, why I'm and disappointed because they didn't have that experience. I, I never had any like read something. I'm like, whoa, I wonder if I could do that, and then like make that be what makes me a fucking millionaire like <laughs> 30 years later or whatever. Yeah, I get it. I get it because I play video games and like to this day I can't say they're like, oh yeah, that video game changed my life or whatever. So I just I Yeah, know, I, I get it because also I think I start started the reading impact. Yeah, but after I had a computer. But yeah. also Musk probably had video games. He did, but his It's also Musk. His book see <laughs> another disappointment there. His book was uh Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Right. And I read it 
I knew about it. I think I tried reading it again, like the same thing with the Jules Verne. I read it before, before knowing about like its sort of social status. I just read it and I was like, all right, this is, I think I read a few pages and I was like, this is boring. I don't, okay, cool. I get it. I don't care. But then I, I was like, oh, Elon Musk read that. Now I have to read that. So I got it and I read it and like, I get, see the same thing. Like I read it like last year or something or two years ago. Right. Like I remember. I get it. Like I get it. And I get the jokes and I get the reference and I and I can see why Elon Musk loves it because I'm guessing because of the whole like oh the whole plot of spoilers. The whole plot of the book is that you know you're insignificant basically. That's the whole plot. It's some other fucking galactic civilization that's been thriving for millions of years that we never heard of. We're like, yeah, we're going to build a highway there. We don't need what the fuck is that earth? Who cares? And then, like, obviously, I can see that Elon Musk being like, whoa, I need to fucking do change something and become his whole fucking agenda for, like, 20 years or 10 years. We need to be an interplanetary species. I can see that. But, again, he read it as a kid. See? So, like, I read it now. And I'm like, oh, I get it. But, like, I don't have the same experience that he has or other people have with books of, like, oh, when I was a kid, I read this thing. And, like, oh, because of that, I am who I am. Or, you know, that's what i'm ranting about yeah but you do had you did had the uh, experience with video games but which they didn't which made you want to do game dev yeah but it's not so like you have something similar it just yeah but look at me now way. i'm not doing games and also it wasn't like this i want to say it wasn't like this one game that did everything for me but then again i have like five tattoos of said game <laughs> on myself yeah but it still g- gave you a sense of direction because then again, yeah. you cannot blame the fact that was a book or the experience that Musk had as a kid, like probably 12 years old, that that's the reason why you're not Musk right now. No, that's was, what I'm saying. I'm just yeah, I I'm saying you had a similar experience. thing. Except, but it's equivalent. It's just not a book. Yeah, I guess. But th- I guess that's why it feels more shallow. No, it feels like, shallow because it's personal. And because you're not, you grow, grow grown past it. Yeah, but like. Because if it weren't grown it, past it, it, like, let's say right now you had your own uh studio company a uh, studio company a game dev company. company i don't know because like the thing is how many people on this planet can i go to and be like oh you remember morrowind when we grew up yeah and they're gonna be like what the fuck is a morrowind or whatever yeah but everybody but knows skyrim like, huh everybody knows skyrim you can kind of get there obviously it's, it's not morrowind. a like as vast of a thing i get it no, no i know i know i know it's a sacrilege what i'm saying but it's, you still can somewhat connect to people and there obviously yeah, are people who nerdy, are into morrowind nerdy fucking you went to the they they retweeted you yeah but I'm, obviously they oh yeah an they audience. did holy they shit did. yeah i forgot yeah i just realized we we're talking about it. yeah the official elder scrolls account uh so i tweeted a, a picture of my of my tattoo of a silt strider from morrowind shout out anyone out there please add me i'm lonely um <laughs> And I tweeted a picture of it, and uh, I did a lot of hashtags and ads and shit, and the official Elder Scrolls account retweeted me with a quote. And we were like, oh, hey, that's really cool. Thanks for sharing. And I'm like, oh, fuck, do you know I exist? This has been, okay, sidetrack. This has been a very common experience, at least for me, since we're doing a podcast of like, just so you get in touch with so many people. And then afterwards, like how I was so hyped to talk to Neo, to, to Neo Geo. And then, like, afterwards, it's just like, fucking, he knows I exist, man. Like, that dude that I fucking idolize or whatever, I've been, you know, same thing. He has a memory of you right now. Yeah, he knows of a guy. Like, I'm talking about the Edward Scrolls thing, for example. Like, right, they, someone there in their marketing department who runs the Twitter knows that there's someone with my ad that has my tattoo. And that's me. Probably everybody else who liked it. 
And maybe she's going to get fired in like two days and then whoever's going to come next won't matter. But Oh, yeah, but <laughs> that person will still know. No, no, no. Michael Kirkbride himself knows I exist. I j- I just, that's right. I, that's right. Yeah, because you mentioned uh, the Twitter account. But separately, I also sent a picture to Michael Kirkbride. Which is? Uh, he was at the time when they worked on Morrowind, the Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind, made by Bethesda Game Studios. Uh, so before 22, 2002, because that's when the game came out. So before that, he was a writer on a game. Uh, and he wrote all of the sort of metaphysical uh, lore. We mentioned something li- about this a few episodes ago. Right. But yeah, he, he wrote all of that. Like He wrote fucking that the universe, what it means and how you can transcend in different states of being and like how the gods created the shit and whatever. Uh, and I sent him on LinkedIn because that's I have him as a connection there. I sent him a picture and I think like two weeks later, he wrote awesome exclamation mark and i'm never gonna forget that for the rest of my life <laughs> so wholesome oh what were we talking about before all of this i feel like i i went down a path you did I, it's fine i still got you we, we were talking about books and reading and the experience that oh, the, yeah. the, the book changed your life but on on the same note because i'm not i'm not sure where else can i just add this without being completely out of context uh-huh I've heard today a metaphor about the whole universe and transcending and everything else that I really liked. Go ahead. Basically said that angels are the chakra points of the universe. What? Exactly. But aren't they like a whole army of them? Well, not exactly. So I follow this this, uh, one dude that does uh, magic. High magic, that's what it's called. Is the that the guy magic. that was on, on um, Midnight Gospel? Exactly, third episode. Huh. Damien Eccles. Third episode, that's specific. I think it's third episode. It just that's The, the one that does magic, up. is that the one with the fish? The right? one with He's the fish, a, yeah. The fish bowl, right? Exactly. Oh, okay. The guy who went to prison? Yeah. Okay. He was on death row for 18 years or something like that. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow, okay. His, I think, I think by the sole existence of this story, he's the most dedicated hermit out there ever in living <laughs> exactly i mean yeah probably holy shit as far as i know all right and now he has uh, a youtube channel and a sarso some sort of uh, i remember how we both got into that because of midnight gospel and we were like oh that that's weird and then you found him and you were like check this out this is weird and i was like yeah well, I, like, I get it but it is weird. and you and i love how at first you were also like yeah, this guy's so fucking weird. And now you're like, oh, I follow this guy that I really like. <laughs> I love how you like devoted yourself to getting to like him. I didn't devote myself. I like him from the get-go because although he was saying weird shit mm-hmm. about magic and the, the whole thing why it, it made it so weird is the fact that he was talking about every symbol, symbol and symbolistic system and everything out there. It was just I mean, too much at once he had a lot of time to think about them well yeah but it, it seemed like that one discipline that he was practicing had everything included oh, okay like they were there were uh zodiac signs angels spirit uh whatever else energies chakras every high magic oh so he it's invented hi- high magic or? i don't think he invented it. he just studied the shit okay. out of it okay because I've heard of high magic out of outside of that context. So. It's basically ceremonial magic. Damn. Like I don't know. Like the fucking yeah. stuck up high elves of. Oh yeah, basically. Somerset Isles. It's 
if you you go by his word, it's the elitist shit out there. Wow. Uh, so I don't wait. Let me think. Can I remember what either source of magic? There's something like green magic or whatever that does with plants and herbalism and whatever. Oh, okay. And I'm, I don't know. There's a lot of necromancy, warlocks, uh, eldritch I blast. I never got. <laughs> I never met a account of a warlock. I would be interested in that. Fuck yeah, man. Using yeah. the power of the devil to do your bidding and shit? Fuck yeah. Yeah, so regardless, this guy, he just threw everything at you. But right, on the same we're note... talking about angels. Not only. Just, I'm just okay, giving a background okay, no, to okay, this okay, guy. Okay. Uh, you will hear all these concepts that you're kind of semi-familiar with. But he, there's a couple of videos out there that he does such a great job in explaining how it works psychologically. Oh, so there's science behind it too. Well... It's studied, and there's okay. That's, it's I, not, it's I not just that. it's not just blind conviction. It is a bit of that, but it's, it, they have a way of explaining it. Okay. Then he there's other videos in hey we, which he goes very woo woo and like <laughs> what the fuck is this? But I just kind of try to find those small pearls mm -hmm, that are out there mm -hmm. uh, that he puts out, and this was one of them. I really like. The idea, I just paused. I'm like, wait, hold up. Did you did you hear what this guy just said? <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, breaking the fourth wall here. But <laughs> have you heard this guy? Have you heard? What the fuck? But basically, let me try to explain. Because whenever I watch these these things, I try to get it through a filter of reason uh -huh. and some of psychology. Because I understand there's some psychology behind it. Because the way he explained it, there were so many parallels be between what he was saying. And everything that you know that is now uh, in vogue about uh, self-improvement. Okay. It's the parallels. It's just, it's the same thing, just it's a spin-off of it. Okay. That's why it kind of makes sense. And that's why I started looking. I just wanted to see what are the parallels between these two. two. So, how he explains it. Basically, I mean, I know in, in, in the Bible or whatever, there's armies of angels. But there's a yeah. couple he keeps... Uh, yeah, like Michael and Gabriel. Gabriel, the, the the main ones, either way. Michael and Gabriel. And then there's like, I guess... Other Raphael ones. was another one, and oh. I, don't, I don't remember which one was the fourth one. Lucifer was one. Yeah, but he's part of the demons. He's fucking cool, man! But Belzebuth and Lucifer are two different things in his, in his view. Really? Yeah, they're two different oh. demons. I can explain that, but let, let me just finish with this one okay. and you see. Because I don't want to go too down of a rabbit hole with this thing. But basically, angels, the the main the main ones, each one of them has like a I think a um, element like earth, wire, fire, and wind to like, them. Just means they're like five or something. I guess okay. probably there are more. These are the main ones, right? Okay, yeah. So and also each one of them have source of some sort of a emotion or of a state attached to it. So one is responsible for strength. One is responsible for healing. I guess protection, mm -hmm. whatever this, these concepts. And when he said that these guys are the chakras of the universe, he also explained that although they have this meaning of a, the abstraction of a thought, if you will, right? Like anger, protection, whatever, these, th these things. You, you lost me there for a second and then you get, got me right back. I love it. <laughs> this is okay. what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to figure this out so I can explain it in normal wow. words. Okay. And the way you would use them, like you, they basically serve just to give a face and a recognizable image to this concept, to this abstract concept. It's okay. easier to think of, I know, Raphael the angel and however he looks in biblical drawings than to think of strength as a concept, mm -hmm. right? It's easier. 
because we think in images. Yeah. So them being the chakras of the universe means that they are part of the universe, like a main part of it. But also when you think of them, they also associate to a specific mental state that you have. Okay. So you can just see everything that... I don't want to say woo-woo with this, but everything that creates your reality, like the yeah. way you see things. Yeah. What they say is like it comprises the whole universe. It's part of it. That's heavy. It's heavy. And it's I heavy it's the, I love the poetry in it. I don't know if you can do anything with this information. Mm. I can kind of see how you could use it, but it's not like... That's the same like what we talked about astrology. Yeah, it's like kind a beautiful of beautiful language to talk about things, not necessarily shit that you might believe. It's just a way of talking about things. Mm -hmm. And now, just me talking about it seems like if if I were to cut it to exactly the straight explanation mm -hmm. without going to the whole story of everything, it kind of loses all of this charm. Like well, I say, angels are the chakra points. Oh, of don't the make me get all Feynman about you, man. What do you mean Feynman? I know which way. The, like the oh you scientists take a flower and make it all boring and he's like oh but you see all the processes yeah well that's the thing and i'm realizing it's part of it. it's like the appeal of learning about this thing okay it's just the story that you tell yourself yeah. it's basically like getting into a good science fiction or a uh, what do you call it fantasy novel right because they all have their like system the of three beliefs. body problem like the three body problem like the hobbit like whatever else i know yeah, that reference yeah. have we talked about the three body problem on the podcast uh I don't we mentioned something i don't know how much we got into it, i'm not gonna tell the whole thing because we need the whole podcast just for that we definitely talked about it don't know how much but we definitely did okay but yeah that's what i'm saying if you just take it from a to b like this is the metaphor this is what it means like yeah okay it's kind of plain it's kind of mm. what can you do about it but if you know the whole story Kind of gets good. All right. All right. Fucking nerd. Okay, going back to books. <laughs> Jesus, I don't even remember where we're at. I usually, I don't know how, I, most of the times, because it happens to me also, but most of the time, like 90% of it, I remember where a conversation stopped before a tangent. <laughs> I don't know why. I always, I always been the guy if we were in a group and somebody a just... Checkpoint point there. Yeah. What we were talking about, like, it was this. Like, how the fuck? Like, I don't know. I just remember. That's your super. That's your superpower. It's almost because like sometimes it's superpower. Or sometimes it's not working. You know those prompts they do on like dating apps or whatever with like oh, answer whatever five questions out of this yeah, pool yeah. of thirty, and one of them is always like, "What's your super useful but super fun superpower?" or whatever. I know that's one of them. I think. I thought it was just a basic one, like, what's your superpower? And then you have to choose between invisibility, mind, or it could have fucking been that. It could have been that. I think I almost always choose my reading. Really? It seems like the most interesting, but I would definitely love to have control over it. Wow. Look. Is this the episode where we're learning that Kalina is a psychopath? <laughs> Not really, but it would be really interesting. Be really useful to find out the secrets that of also, the government or whatever. That also, Area 51 and shit. It will be very annoying if you cannot control it. That's what I was gonna say. That's like the one downside. If you can hear everyone's thoughts at the same time, or like even if it was like a proximity thing, like when you get close, it gets louder. It's like a Doppler effect or some shit. Or if it's like the worst kind of, you just hear everyone. So it just jumps on the first brainwave you can find. I guess. Or the other version where it's just everyone always. No, no, fuck that shit. No, <laughs> I think I used to be. Then you can have Professor Xavier and fucking X Men cannot do that. 
Like, you would just go crazy. Or yeah, die. that's why you have that machine, right? What the fuck was it called? Cerebro. Is that what it's called? Cerebro? I, that's what I remember. Oh, all right. Um, but that was enhancing whatever he he could do. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck was I going to say? Oh, I used to always pick invisibility because I was, like, shy and whatever. I was like, I just want to hide away from people. But now I'm like, nah. I just want to masturbate in the shower like a dirty well, ghost. Yeah. Because that's always what you think. If you ever get to what be if, a ghost, you would go to somebody's shower. What if you're invisible and you jack off? Does your <laughs> does your cum, is it also invisible once it leaves your body? Going <laughs> going by comic book logic, is that's the only thing I have. And I'm not saying it's any logic, but this what is my idea. What comic books did you read where they, they're invisible and they jack off? There were some shit when I, I remember specifically when somebody was invisible and they touched something, that thing also becomes invisible. So it yeah, probably this is the would, reverse. This is like something leaving your exactly. body. Exactly. So it would probably become visible after it left your body. It would become. <laughs> um, that's not what I was going to say, though. You should remember this. Yeah, you yeah. just bragged about it. I do, I do, I do. You said you always picked invisibility because you were shy. Oh, yeah, and now I See, just I told flying. you. All right, fine. Props to you. Now I just pick flying. Because, like, it's the most cliche one, but, like, who the fuck doesn't want to know how to fly? Like, that's fucking cool. Imagine the money you save on fucking customs. <laughs> Man, there's a big problem, though, because you'll have military after your ass. Not if you fly high enough. <laughs> Reference. I mean, you're kind of pushing it, though. Why? I mean, how high can you fly? I mean, you can go... <laughs> how high can you fly? That's not like a stoner movie reference. I don't know, but like, honestly... How high can you fly? You're expecting wow. to go higher than freaking like, fighter jets? Yeah, well, like, like Superman can fly into space I and mean, bleep. Sure. You have to bleep this out. I'm going to bleep that Look out. at the time. It's fine. It's fine. Look at the time. 40 whatever. Okay. 48, 49. You want to just be Superman out of the blue because you just I wanted mean, it? Hey, man, why not? And then go out into space <laughs> and fucking the limit. use radiation to, like, power myself back up. Man, just, and, you know. you'd have Bezos and what's the other guy on your ass? Musk. No, no, Musk, the other guy. The, other, the third millionaire that went to... Oh, uh, Bron Bran Bronson, Branson, something. Virgin <laughs> guy. The virgin guy. Yeah. Richard, Richard Branson. Exactly. This one. Bronson is the fighting guy that there was a movie about with tom uh, i think i remember but i don't know his full name anyway anyway so yeah you had these, yeah. these two guys in your ass yeah man why not who the <laughs> fuck cares he'll <laughs> just raise them for fun I mean, that's what superman does with the flash in flashpoint paradox for anyone out there that doesn't flash have access to the speed force he does but superman superman it's, and at the very end of the movie, they do a the thing. It's the speed force. Every Both of them right. should have their speed from the well. speed force. It's called the speed force. Yeah, but it's not like, oh, dude, it's, oh, man. It's so much more. It's not like just a thing that you like, oh, I have achieved speed force, like speed of light. And then that's it. That's the that's the ceiling of it. No, it's speed. Of, he says it. You, I'm tapping into the speed He's force. He's tapping into it he's tapping into it and the into it part the speed force is an entity or a thing which can give you more or less speed power that's why he's tapping into it he's tapping like stronger or lesser or whatever just yeah, a I mean, little bit yeah but flash is obviously on his side i know that's why they never it's... reveal who wins they never reveal it's like oh, oh it's... okay now it makes sense now yeah it makes sense. it's like uh they had it in the 
So they had it in Flashpoint Paradox and they had it in uh, the movie Justice League. But I yeah. can't remember if it was the original whatever hour one or the four hour Snyder Cut. It was also in the first one. I'm pretty sure I haven't saw the Snyder it's, Cut. I saw the first it's one. It's the, the very, very end after the credits. That's like the secret scene. Spoilers. Um, no, wait. I'm thinking of different, something else. I was thinking they were fighting at some point and Superman just... Punches no, yeah, no, running. no, not that, not that. At there the, was was the, it was the Speed Force reference in this specific scene? No, then no, no. I'm there's sure. a thing. It's the, the after credit scene for the original movie. I, yeah, think, I don't remember that. Uh, where it's like, or it's like you know they fight the guy and whatever, and then the ending scene is just like a Marvel type sort of happy unrelated thing, and they're just the two of them and they're people cheering and they're like, oh, good luck. Let's see who's gonna fucking who's the fastest. Let's put an end to this bet, and they just keep running, and then it's it doesn't. Tell yeah, you okay, got it. It's the very end. It's like, whoop, nope. I don't remember Spoilers. that. Spoilers. I love DC, man. I'm not a huge Marvel fan. I love DC, but I don't. I'm. I don't watch. Uh, I think any, um, superhero TV shows. I've seen Gotham. Mm-hmm. Cause I accidentally got into it, and I was like, well, gotta watch it now. And that's <laughs> right, the well. re- that's the reason why I don't will let myself watch any of the other ones because it's like there's so many of them now and i and if i start to watch i will want to watch all of them so i'll just be brain dead for like three months just be like no i'm done with work i need to go and fucking finish this episode that's how i operate man so i never got into it and now when it's like flash my second favorite character or like i think my favorite i don't know it's like him and batman um seems fair and joker three of them obviously yeah but like i guess this flash is like the outlier right so anyway, yeah it's like i wanted to watch the flash but now they're like eight or nine seasons and it's like oh commitment you get bored fast i'm telling that you. too because if it have you noticed okay the just pattern that i've noticed of people who watch a lot of tv shows they always say that the first season or the first two seasons are a bit slower but then it picks up for like something that they say that's really really good yeah something that's like a show that's really really good overall always has one or two seasons at the beginning where it's like you need to give it a like you need to wait for it no no i i give it i'm saying about that you go past that but whatever lands you in like fourth fifth sixth season you're gonna be tired of it that's that's what I'm oh, thinking. Yeah. Knowing you, that's why I haven't, to this day, finished watching Suits. So did it, I. Because the last season, the last two seasons weren't on Netflix, and then by the time they were, I was like, I don't care about this anymore. I don't want to finish it. I don't know what happened. I think I just it was a between seasons break, and I just forgot to pick it up. Well, the actress got married with the prince. I don't, no, so no, no, no. I I I've stopped watching Suits way earlier than that. I think. Oh, okay. But that's this reason- is like final season. Up until the penultimate season, she's still in. That's cool, because that's where I, I only like have her. one more seasons to watch. Yeah, well, she's the fucking best. She's a sweetheart in real person and as a na- character. But that's the same reason I stopped watching Arrow, I think. And Arrow yeah. is basically the same thing with Flash. I think. I mean, yep. Flash started as a spinoff from oh, okay. from Arrow. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember Arrow is the first one. But it's cool and all. But it, at some point, it's just. It goes on and on and on and on. It's just the same thing. It's the same thing with Gotham. They just, they kill off characters and then they bring them back to life. And they create a whole plot about it. It's like, oh, this season's going to be about how this character came back from the dead because of this, whatever, radioactive spillage somewhere. And then there's a whole plot about that. And it's like, ugh. I need to know. I need to know. Hmm. 
did Rick and Morty start their their program when they just release an episode once is something I forever? I don't know. Because I've keep seeing that they come there's out always, and I've seen a couple of commentaries of already. They're like six, I think. Fuck, man. I was, I've only seen the first one. And I keep me. seeing commentaries about them, but I, I don't know if I have to wait until the f- season ends or if it's this thing that will go forever. And I don't know. I'm so oh, lazy. Yeah. I'm I, so lazy that I never look it up. Look it up. I never but it's it not something you can easily look up because if you look that up, it's probably going to be the articles initially of like, oh, you know, article five years ago, Rick and Morty wants to revolutionize the way that they do TV shows or whatever. No, I'm just thinking to look, there has to be somewhere a list of release dates for episodes. If it's... And if it goes past 10, then obviously it's this thing. Yeah, because I was right, going to say if it's thinking. one per week, one per week, but it's going to be one per week if it's a season as well. Yeah, but it just, so you have to wait until like a reasonable amount of episodes would would end. Oh, either that or they have a list of like twenty episodes or something. Because hmm. you should know when they air. Sorry, yeah, when they air. I guess I'll wait hmm. just to see some commentary about the the, uh, the season finale. If they did that, that would be fucking cool. It will be. I need to catch up because I'm waiting for. The well, actually, to end. it would be fucking shit because now they're on HBO Plus. So, I mean, I know I'm going to be a pirate anyway, but it's obviously going to be pirates. Yeah, but it's so comfortable to just have it on Netflix. I mean, but they stopped because I don't know what happened. I have no idea. I had no idea what's on HBO Go, HBO Plus. It's whatever HBO something. I had no idea what's on HBO. Yeah, uh, I found out because I was like, oh, someone told me there's a new season. And I think it was you or someone. I don't know. And then I I was like, I want to watch it. And that's when I found out because I was watching it on Netflix before. So I found out it's not there anymore. I've always been a pirate. I yeah. keep joking that I'm the last Minnow that doesn't have a Netflix account. Remind me to ask you something about that afterwards. Okay. Speaking of which, 57 minutes? Sounds like a decent episode. Reasonable for uh, for an episode yeah. between two friends. We've went through no a lot of stuff. We did. We did. I think it's uh, it's it's good. It's like a specific tangents episode. Today we started kind of slow and then goes batched crazy. Yeah, yeah, I like it. But we're still chill. I think I like that we're like now just like oh yeah, I was, you know, reflecting on the episode and stuff. And well, that's just because you asked. Well, and it's also the first episode I said the N word. Yes, you. Which is on minute forty something. Forty eight or forty nine. Okay. To but make we it easy. It. If you can go, if you want to go back to that specific moment, then you can. No, no, no. There's one. It go. One, <laughs> once, yeah, but once I blipped myself, and the other one I failed. Yes, that's true. Just take the uh, voice. <gasps> the voice. Yes. I blip it and put it on top of it. You know what? Spoilers. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. That's what I'm gonna do. People out there, let us know if you figured this out. <laughs> oh you my have, god, yes. You're just finding out yes. this right now. Ah, uh, this is great. I love this. Metagame. 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 I fucking love metagame. Okay. On that note, uh, thank you, Colleen. Thank you, myself. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for being a part of our lives. Because if it weren't for Jesus, we wouldn't have any Lucifer and praised Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even started reading the book of the Satanic Bible yet. I didn't even buy it, but it's on the list. Just Back of the hand mentioning, I'm going to get a satanic yeah. Bible at the end. Yeah, I will. And I'll let y'all know what it's like. It's probably going to be good. Stay tuned. Till the next episode of Tangents with, with Colleen and Mike. Or whatever. Bye. Bye.